Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. No, but really, we have my favorite person ever, John oh Dixon. Hi, John. Hi. Um, so John Dixon, okay, so we met when we were middle school leaders at a church, Yes. and he became my BFF, and I've been trying to set him up with a girl <laughs> literally probably ever since. Yes, sometimes very accurately, sometimes Not what so. are you Sometimes thinking? I just throw out single girls that I know, <laughs> I'm like, here. But John is seriously awesome, he's so authentic, he is just like down to earth, really like... I love having conversations with John. Anytime we're both at a birthday party, I like to sit next to him and then we just like end up talking for like 10 hours. Yes. So, um, but yeah, John is here to do a part two on the podcast we did with Lauren Francis about dating. Um, so I really wanted to get a guy's perspective on everything. But before we do that, I have a game. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. Play. <laughs> John made sure that it wasn't a Kardashian game. Because I know <laughs> nothing about the Kardashians. So nothing. It's definitely not. We're we're past the cards. Um, Cardinis. So this game, it's actually not a game. It's more just funny. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm I have so a bunch of themes in this bag. So I have a bag with folded papers, and they're themes. So you're gonna pick a theme, and you have to come up with a pickup line based on the theme oh gosh yay <laughs> so basically like for example if it's like i don't know um coffee shop or something you oh, have okay. to come up with a Did I, like picture myself in a coffee yeah, shop yeah so like, like picture yourself you walk in you see a cute girl like, yeah like what's the pickup line okay. i was gonna time it but i feel like it's already difficult so i didn't want to put a lot more oh, pressure man. So I'm going to get, or do you want me to pick one or do you want to pick one? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'll pick one. Okay. I want you okay. to have like some control over okay. this situation. Okay. <laughs> I'm controlling my own fate here in terms of my own humiliation. Right. This is going to be so good. Okay. We have, <laughs> you're a bottle of ketchup and are hitting on the other things in the fridge. <laughs> Ready to go. Oh man. What's in a fridge? Hmm. Um, I can only think of other condiments, um, <laughs> which could go really, really awkward. Right. Um, That's the point. We mustard find a hot dog. Yes! <laughs> together. Yeah. I don't know. That was awesome. Okay. Next one. Next one. Oh, that I was good. More? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have like five. Five? Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Okay. I better get super creative. Yeah. Band camp. Oh man, this one time in band camp, actually. Um, band camp. How about um, I'm starting a jazz band? Will you be my flute? <laughs> my jazz flute. My jazz. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. This is like my favorite thing right now. Are you glad I didn't time it? Yes. We have added a lot Very more. Very glad I, we did not time it. Um, so more. Yeah. Doing more? Oh no. That's two okay. more. Ooh, at Radio Shack. Mm. Um, what do you find at a Radio Shack these days? I'm probably gonna really date myself because I'm thinking of like transistors and um, actual radios. Yeah. Um, I think Radio Shack shut down, but like it's fine. It's still funny. Hey girl, you got the components I need to make my radio work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. Dude, that's so good. <laughs> I'm just trying to think 
think of myself in these situations and you saying that? Like, what would I do if a guy came up to me and The girl's that? probably going to be like, what's a component? What do you mean component? <laughs> like, you know, components to like a circuit board. <laughs> what's a radio? What's a radio? Where am I? <laughs> One more. One more. Oh, oh. You're doing good. Bit. You're doing really good. I'm trying so hard. It's taking all my brain power. <laughs> UFO convention. Ooh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. I'm just going to say this one. Girl, I've got an unidentified object that we can check out together. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that yeah. one made me like, uh, that creeped me out. Oh, my gosh. No, I love it. Yes. John, that was amazing. See, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, oh, it was pretty bad. It was, it was very I'm like bad. sweating. <laughs> Let's go through and see what else was in here. At the DMV. Um, that one I'd probably say like, hey, do you want us to just make a suicide pact just to get out of this place? <laughs> Wait, that's kind of <laughs> Like, I'll kill you, you kill me. <laughs> I get what a suicide pact is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how smart your listeners are. Um, on board the Titanic. We go going down, down together. then we go down together. <laughs> <laughs> You're a magician working at a kid's birthday party. Who am I hitting on yeah, at a kid's birthday say, party? Creepy. Molester. <laughs> Mills. Oh, yeah, the moms. Yeah, <laughs> the Mills. Moms. Um, astronaut in space. Am I hitting on a space rock or like mm. space debris? Space junk space junk is that it <laughs> yeah that's oh, actually I true that's i didn't it. think that one through like who would you be hitting There's on in space yeah oh that was okay that was better that honestly was better. than a kardashian game i'll fine. say that do guys actually think that girls like pickup lines um i you know i've always wondered that hmm. like what if i just try a pickup line at some point like Down. in my life i've never done it to a complete stranger um but you know i see those videos of like <laughs> guy going around using taylor swift lines right. from songs yeah. or like there was some guy who was like hey can you hold this for me and like he had his like hand closed and he, she's like okay and then he just holds her hand and then they start walking and i'm like does that, would that no work? That, that would creep me out so you listen to lauren's mm-hmm. podcast and i really wanted to get your well not you're gonna speak on behalf of guys on behalf of the male population. Yes. Sweet. So we're going to generalize. No. Yes. Um, we're going to, I mean, I want like your opinion, but also just like an overall opinion too. Like when you hear Lauren's podcast, some of the things she said from like a girl's perspective and maybe not so much like attacking Lauren, but just like in general, like just some feedback, some guy perspective, and then we'll kind of just go from there. Yeah. I mean, so with Lauren, um, I mean, a lot of what she was talking about, like, okay, that makes sense. Like, it is good, I think, for guys and for me to hear the girl's perspective because it is so different mm-hmm. than the guy's perspective. Um, and, but there's, I mean, like we kind of already mentioned passively that there is that like generalization of like mm-hmm. all guys are just looking for ass or, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, and that's not true. Um, but, you know, you can, And so there was like some of those things that I was thinking about of like, yeah, when you're on these dating apps and things like that, like there tends to be like guys approach it, you know, a certain way and girls approach it a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it, and it's not that like girls don't also approach it the same way um, as guys do and guys 
don't, but the majority of guys may be on there just to appease some fantasy or, um, some confidence boost. Um, but I'm sure there's girls that are doing that too, but it may be very much less. And so I think it's, mm-hmm. um, I think it's tough to, to really say like, Oh, all the guys are on there for these purposes or things like that. And that you can't find a good guy on dating apps. I think it's entirely possible, but, um, the dating apps certainly don't like help that kind of situation. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> are you on dating apps right now? So, um, I was off dating apps, um, for quite a few months, probably the longest I'd ever been off dating apps, um, since probably like the beginning of this summer. Um, and then hearing, uh, Lauren actually posted something on Facebook about coffee meets bagel, having a new video thing. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded coffee meets bagel again. Yeah. I've just been using that. Um, I've heard good things about that one. It's yeah. I think it's the most like intentional mm-hmm. of the dating apps, but, um, it's very like, it's slower paced, um, which could be a good thing. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just interesting. And I always find myself in like how I use dating apps is a direct reflection of how I'm kind of doing emotionally or Mm -hmm. like, um, emotional health wise or like what I'm going through during those times. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's where like, you know, when I end up quitting dating apps, I realize like, wow, I'm really just on here just to be on here and not really mm-hmm. like looking for anything. Mm-hmm. But there's other times when it's like, yeah, I've gone on dates with some really awesome girls and met some, um, really good potential relationships out of dating apps and had been, you know, come those coming from a season of like, yeah, okay. Like I'm here to date. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, sorry, God. it all varies. I was just gonna say. But. Do you feel like you're being kind of pushed into having to meet someone through dating apps instead of like outside? Like, do you feel like there's an option to meet someone outside of dating apps or does that feel like that's kind of the only option? Like if you're not on a dating app, you're not gonna meet someone. Is that kind of the mentality now? Um, that is kind of the general mentality, um, but I think it has a lot to do with your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like for me, I've kind of realized being like my personality being somewhat introverted and, um, very much like in my head a lot, like I've found it easier or just have not necessarily easier. It makes it harder to find people, but easier to maintain like a healthy quality of a relationship. If I meet somebody in the real life and get to know them through like friends or just being, um, being in similar context together. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas for dating apps, it's like, all right, we're here to date. I'm going to talk to you for a little bit and then ask you out on a date and we've got to hit it off like right away. There's like more pressure. Um, and it's just hard because it's like, I don't really know this person, but yet I'm like saying, I want to be romantically involved with you. Like, um, right from the get go or like, it's very straightforward. Yeah. It's very straightforward. And so it's just like, and then, then there's more like thought that goes behind it and more pressure, um, to like really understand, like, is this going to be good? Like, is this a waste of time? Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's not like, oh, I'm going to be friends with this person afterwards. It's like, right. no, I'm taking a risk. I'm taking a shot of like taking this girl out, spending money, getting to know her, being vulnerable. It's 
a risk that, you know, I'm and I'm in my head trying to calculate like, is this worth it? Right. Um, whereas I feel like with just, you know, whether it's hanging out with friends at game nights or um, going to church or even at work or just like mutual friends, like there's the opportunity to get to know somebody and just in a friend kind of a context and see what happens and goes from there. And that like takes off all of that pressure to like have to figure it out, like right as you're meeting somebody. Yeah. Well, when you go, okay. So when you're using dating apps and you go on a date and even if the date is good, right? So like, let's say you had the same quality level of a date as you did with someone you met in person. Like, I feel like there's this thing in the back of your head where it's like, well, what if there's better? Because literally, if you go back on your dating app, you're going to find another girl and she might be better. Like, she might be cuter or she might like have a cooler profile. So it's like, even if the date went well in like, I want to say real life, it is real life. But like in like, if you would have met her in more real life, I guess, you probably would pursue her more. But because you know, in the back of your head, there's like 10 other dating apps and you have like, 10 other girls maybe Mm -hmm. like sending you a message on this date like why would you continue with an okay date when you can go back and maybe get a better date and it's like like you're gambling like you're constantly like oh I could get better yeah um and I think that is kind of a problem that has kind of arisen from dating apps um and I was thinking about this earlier um how those apps are structured it's it's really this kind of like it can either like, so people who I know have been successful with dating apps, haven't been on dating apps for long. Um, and people who constantly use dating apps, they, it seems like they keep getting like deeper and deeper and deeper into just like not Mm. finding somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's just this like cycle that dating apps like put you in. And there's read an interesting, interesting article, um, about Tinder, um, a while ago and how, um, basically the back end mechanics of it, Mm -hmm. like obviously with apps now that there's these algorithms that like kind of calculate, you know, based on certain things like who to show you basically in when you're flipping through. Um, and this guy like interviewed somebody at, at a top level guy at Tinder and basically found out that like everybody has a number. Mm. Um, and so we're like getting to that point of like everybody's rated based off of how many likes you get and how many like oh, dislikes wow. you get. Um, nobody ever knows like their, their number. number. And I want to know my number. Well, I'm not on it. Tinder but. won't like, <laughs> you know, tell you what your number is, yeah. but they use that to like show you certain people. And one of my biggest frustrations with Bumble, um, and why, like why when I, now that I'm back on dating apps, I don't use Tinder or Bumble. Um, Bumble sounded great of like, oh, wow, like this is really awesome. Let's like puts control in the female's hands mm-hmm. and um, lets them make the first move. Um, but when like when you download Bumble and you start swiping, first thing I noticed was like, wow, there are way hotter girls on Bumble than there are on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And it's like you keep swiping, swiping, swiping. And I'm like, man, this is great. Like, wow. Right. And all of a sudden, like, And not to be like, probably going to sound super shallow, but like the quality of girls on there just started like going down like Hmm. drastically, like as I keep swiping. So they basically are putting their highest rated users at the front of your deck 
basically. And so, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And one time I, uh, I, I got a friend's phone and we were talking about Bumble and she, um, she was showing me like, you know, I wanted to see it from a girl's perspective and started like swiping through her guys. And I'm like, Oh wow. (laughs) These guys are like ripped and they're super good looking. Like, Oh my gosh, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm competing with. And like Mm -hmm. all of these guys get like pushed to the front of the line. Oh my gosh. It's impossible. I thought about like what that does to a guy, especially because we're like more visually, sexual beings yeah um that basically you get all of these like hot girls and Mm -hmm. it kind of like messes with your brain because you're like oh i could match with this girl i can match Mm -hmm. with this girl and then as you keep going you have that hope and this expectation um and then once you get further on down the line you know you may match with somebody further on down the line but you're like oh but what if i match with somebody else right um and it just further like creates that like mentality of what if there's something better yeah what if there's something else like it'll never be like whoever you're with is never going to be enough because it's like well there was that really hot guy that I matched with yeah I didn't message him back what if I messaged him back yeah yeah and so what I found like my tendency was like I'd match with all these girls and just be like oh I mean they're they're okay Mm. and I would never really like talk to them or respond to them or maybe Mm. chat like one or two things and then be like, mm, I don't know. So I'm going to say this and I don't want it to be offensive, but I say it more in general, not like to you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're matching or you're pursuing people that are out of your league? Or do you feel like you're pursuing people that you feel like, you know how there's that, what is it? I mentioned this with Lauren. I still can't think of the law of phys- What is it, Eric? You probably know. You law know of mut- mutual attraction. Yeah, like mutual that? attraction, right? So you kind of like go towards people that you think. So if you think you're a 10, you're going to like pursue someone that's a 10. If you think you're a five on a level of attraction, you're going to pursue someone like a five. So when you're on Tinder or these like, I mm-hmm. say Tinder, but like apps, are you pursuing people that are like, look, let's be honest, they're probably not going to pursue you back because they're a 10 and you're a seven. Or do you feel like you're pursuing people that are your same level of attraction? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't I, see. I don't know if that's. It's so hard to tell. Like if you had to like it's super easy for me to like assign like a 10 or whatever to Mm -hmm. other people. Right. But when I look at myself and I'm like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. like, am I, am I a five? Am I a What am I? Like, (laughs) I I don't know. Like I know I'm not the hottest guy. But you. So if you're looking at the girls and you're like, ah, they're okay, whatever. But if you have like a bunch of girls that like you're saying is a certain number, that might be the number you are. So you're like not pursuing the people that are like equally attracted. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then it's like this never ending game of you're pursuing someone that's like out of your league basically. But see, and people always say like, oh, like I remember, I I know my um, members of my family, I've talked to them about this and like, talk to them about a girl like oh yeah I'm in this like group with this girl not on dating apps or anything and I'm like oh she's really amazing um and I've mentioned to friends like oh yeah she's like totally way out of my league Mm. and they're like no don't say that Mm. like this person so-and-so is like married this person and like yeah she's way out of his league but Mm. you know and Mm. I'm just like oh maybe like there's something to that yeah the problem though with dating apps is it's all initial attraction. Like it's always like that initial visual, Mm -hmm. like 
judge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Lauren mentioned this a little bit where it's like, you know, you, you see somebody like kind of attractive and then you look at their, um, kind of about me or their profile and you see like, Oh, they went to a Christian university or they like, we have this in common, this in common, this in common. Like mm-hmm. that sounds like it would be like a no brainer just to like meet and hang out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you never match. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, I, I feel like it can happen so differently in the real world of mm-hmm. like interacting with somebody for a long period of time that, um, the visual aspect of like your visual appearance and your rating for that changes depending on your personality and when you get to know them and how much fun you have with somebody. And, um, and I think I've heard too, and I don't know if this is like true or not (laughs) from the world of girls, but girls have more of a tendency to not use physical, um, visual attraction um, and that that can like change over time mm-hmm. based off of spending time with somebody yes. um, in terms of getting to know their personality, mm-hmm. um, things like that, how they interact relationally. Um, whereas guys are like... You're either hot or you're not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so for me, that's always been a like, well, maybe I could go for this more attractive girl and get to know her and show her how awesome I really am Mm -hmm. and maybe it'll work out. Right. Um, because there's more to me than just this visual aspect, but same goes for guys and girls. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but it's one of, it's one of the hardest things because it's like on, on these dating apps, you're looking at it and you're trying to decide in that one moment, could I see myself? And this is an extreme. Could I see myself marrying that person? Mm -hmm. Could I see myself marrying this person? And so many times, like, I'd want to, like, say no or, like, um, pass on a girl or like a girl and think about, like, this person and, like, what I'm just gathering from that. Mm -hmm. And, like, initially, I'm like, no, pass. Mm. But then I'll, like, think about, like, no, what would, like, a relationship actually look like with this person? What would, um, like, kind of create this ideal match in my head and then put like those visual at, like picture her in that. And it's like, Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and physical attraction and like that as plays a part, but not as big of a part when right. you picture the, like how we would spend time together, how we would like go do fun things together. And, but then I almost feel like now you've created a fantasy of someone that you've right. never met. Totally. So like now you're picturing like, Oh, like basically you're picturing her as your wife. So it's like, okay, she would like, do this and this and this and it's like but you haven't even like said hi like there hasn't even been a conversation right so it's like so much fantasy built and then you meet someone and then you go on the date and you're disappointed because they like didn't meet the expectation you had in your head about them right or yeah i mean it's they're already like trying to paddle upstream like right um, like they're already doomed basically yeah yeah because for so and I tell this to Eric when we talk about how we met and stuff, like if I was on dating apps, like the, my type was not Eric. Like my type was like surfer, like tan, wore beanies, like had tattoos. Mm-hmm. Like that was my type. And those were the type of guys I'd try to pursue. And I would get 
like rejected half the time or they were really mean to me like they were like the douchebags you know like they were like the hot guys that were like the sur- especially at vanguard it's like the hot surfer guys you know mm-hmm. but then you like all the girls want the hot surfer guys so they n- knew that so they yeah. would like make out with you and then like never call you back and so it was really great it's really great time at vanguard um but like when i met eric i thought he was super cute like that was like one of the first things they said when i walked away i was like oh he's really cute but he wasn't my type wasn't at type. all so if i met eric on a dating app i probably wouldn't like have right. pursued him because i'm like oh that's not yeah, my type like totally. he's cute but like no and like but personality i feel like i dated up like a hundred percent like he's like oh my gosh mm-hmm. he's everything so i'm just picturing like gosh if i was still on dating apps i would have never met i would have never met eric and if someone showed me a picture of his instagram like he's even have pictures on his instagram really so i'd be like who is he um but it's i always the worst when they don't have pictures yeah and he's a pilot and i would have never dated a pilot because i don't like yeah. i don't like you being gone all the time in the relationship like that's not the plan and so everything about him on social media probably wouldn't have been good for me mm-hmm. i probably been mm-hmm. like i don't really like that he's gone a lot mm-hmm. he's not really my type does he surf does he have tattoos okay no i'm not into it and i would have never met him so it's like when people do these things i'm always thinking that in the back of my head like gosh i'm wondering if you're totally missing your person because they're just not yep. your type and they're like literally right in front of you you know but i think i mean you kind of have to i don't like you kind of have to trust the like flow of things too mm-hmm. and i i totally agree with you like there's I probably pass on so many girls on dating apps that probably could have like had an incredible relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we keep talking about like in a lot of these general terms and I just want to clarify, like this is my personality, mm-hmm. you know, this is how like I'm handling things and I'm a very relational person and wanting to like have a, deeper connection with somebody than just mm-hmm. yeah i got a hot girlfriend you know right. and so it's not a lot it's like hard for me to like make use dating apps because you don't you can't tell that kind of stuff right in a dating app um and so i think about too like man there's there's girls that i have dated or um had huge crushes on um and completely gotten shot down Um, and still I'm like, man, like I just enjoy spending time with those people. Mm. Um, and by no means would, I mean, if I saw them on a dating app, I'd, and didn't know anything about them, I'd probably pass. Mm. Um, cause they're, I mean, there's nothing like, they're not that hot blonde or like that, you know, Mm. that, well, I forget how you guys said it on the dating app. (laughs) The the blonde, hot, tan surfer girl. But, um, there's also girls that like I've gone on dates with and or had been friends with and um, gotten to know them and just been like, what? <laughs> like, wow, she's like absolutely amazing, beautiful. Um, and maybe she's like funny and relational and good stuff, but like I just am not attracted. Mm. Um, I, there's really hot girls that I remember in, in college that I was like, I have like, I should want to date this girl. Mm. Like, but I don't. Like, you're kind of like, what's wrong with me in my, in your head? Like, yeah, why but also just kind of like chalked it up to like, I don't know, I guess I'm just not attracted to that person, mm. you know? And that's where too, like, I mean, people have their types and like, you know, I'll talk with buddies and we'll 
talk about girls that we're interested in or dating and we'll show each other pictures and be like, Oh yeah, this girl, like I matched with this girl, blah, blah. blah. He's like, really? What? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> like, that's not my type. And I'm yeah. like, well, Oh, well I think she's really cute. Yeah. Um, and then he'll show me somebody. I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> and he's like, no, like she's, she looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow. Like everybody, mm. it's not like, it's so tough to say like either you're hot or not. It's, it's really like this percent of people probably think you're amazing and super hot. And this mm-hmm. percent of people aren't going to be attracted to you. And I've, I think we've all got to like think about that for ourselves too. Like I, I remember when you were wanting to set me up with um, somebody and it was like, <laughs> Oh, you're not the, the like um, kind of heterosexual metrosexual, like, Oh kind yeah. Of type of person. Yeah. And, um, yes. I have Preppy. a beard. I'm not like clean shaven, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, that's that person's type. But then at the same time, I'm like, wait, does that mean I'm not hot? Like, mm. but that's that person's, you know, perspective. perspective. Yeah. Um, and it all comes down to perspective and that's where on these dating apps, it's like, yeah, there could be, I could be somebody's type and I could be their type and we hit it off or yeah, this person could be, my type, but I'm not their type. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to a conversation we were having before the mics were up, um, about kind of just like, cause as Christians, so not everyone listening is a Christian, that's fine. But the Christian mentality of like, Oh, is it bad to walk into a church and Mm want to meet a girl at a church? And then like, now you're like this jerk who's going to church to meet girls. Like, but then like, I don't know. I Mm -hmm. I want to like go back to that conversation. Yeah. Um, that, um, that's kind of always been like, I mean, it's a, it's a question of intentions, right. Of, um, why am I getting involved in this group? Why am I, um, helping out in high school ministry or why am I joining a yoga class or something like that, you know, (laughs) excuse me. And, um, it's really this, like, um, I keep like self, questioning my intentions of no, like I really want to go get involved in this because I, um, I really want to do this for me, like go to the gym or go, um, join a group at church or something like that. But at the same time, yeah, there's, there's people there that I could potentially meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I realized and have kind of brought up through counseling and things like that, that like, w- should I, completely like push off like no I'm not here to meet somebody so I'm gonna like avoid all those cute girls Mm -hmm. and just focus on this or like do I say no this is a great opportunity I'm gonna like be adamant about you know Mm -hmm. going talking to those people meeting those people we're all single you know looking for somebody you know um and really kind of realize like it's just a flow that you kind of have to just go with. And it's this balance of like, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to get value out of just maybe going to the gym, working out or, um, being a part of this group and educating myself or learning this. And, but also at the same time, yeah, there's an opportunity to meet people and get to know people and that could turn into something else. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not that I'm hoping for that now, Mm -hmm. but I'm also not opposed to it. Mm. Um, and I think, um, it also comes down to that 
like I'm single. That's nothing that I can turn on or off like at any given point, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm always going to be looking, you know, for mm-hmm. somebody to mm-hmm. spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. And, um, whether that's at the gas station, whether that's at the grocery store, whether that's at in a group of friends, um, um, that's just something I can't turn off and mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel bad about doing things and getting out there in the world to also increase like how I get to know people. Right. Um, Your chances. Yeah. So what do you think? Oops. I just hit the mic. Um, what do you feel like is your personally, your biggest struggle of why you can't seem to find a girl? Like, what do you think is the problem? Um, I think it goes back to, um, just kind of what I realized like about dating apps. Um, I, and that'll be number one. It's probably like a huge list. <laughs> Dating app is the devil. <laughs> Number one. No, I just think like it, it's just where I'm at and just my personality. It, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I really want to open up and be in relationship with people before I, you know, say, yes, I want to date you, you know? And, um, that's hard. And I want to be like, it's hard to become best friends with somebody when, you're like meeting them for the first time, you know? Yeah. Um, some people that happens all the time, like not my personality. Right. Um, and so, um, I think that's like one of the things and then putting all of my eggs in that basket, you know, obviously like takes op- like opportunity away from like, Oh, I'll find somebody online. Mm-hmm. Well, then am I not looking elsewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I think has been kind of like one of the things in the past. And then also too, I think, man, the biggest thing has been just emotional health. Mm. Um, I have been, um, on quite a journey, um, the last, uh, few years and it all started, um, when I really first kind of started getting into dating and realized like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why isn't this working? Mm. Um, and kind of had a, a, took a really hard hit from, um, a girl not being interested in me and kind of breaking it off. And, mm-hmm. um, that kind of started this journey of me looking at myself and going like, you know, okay, why, why don't I have confidence? Why don't I, um, how do I view myself and really been this like journey of self discovery, mm-hmm. um, of like understanding myself and people all say all the time, like, Oh, just be yourself, <laughs> you know, and you'll find somebody. And I was always like, okay, great. Myself. Uh, <laughs> Who's that? what is that? okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can do that and think Mm -hmm. I'm doing it, but not really. And it's something that really, really, really isn't just like the surface level of like, Oh, like, you know, pretending you like, like classical music when she does, you know, it's, it's, it's not surface level like like that. It's, it's something that really I've learned goes really deep um, into understanding and being okay with who I am as a person. Um, and that I'm pretty, freaking awesome Mm -hmm. and that I don't like I can have confidence in that and um that I feel like has changed just like how um I've been dating and how I can better um yeah just better form relationships um with people and um all of this too like I've as I've been going through this process like I've been dating like it's not like I had this revelation of like oh I need to figure out who I am um 
and then stop dating entirely. No, like part of it was going on dates and being like, oh, <laughs> why did I do that? Mm. How did I, why did I approach that situation that way? And really looking at like the why behind why I do what I do. And um, it's been really insightful and really freeing to really start to understand that more. Um, so it sounds like dating is also not only a way to find a girl, but also a way for you to find yourself. Yes. If you approach it that way. Okay. Um, I think you have to understand that like there was a point when I realized like, I don't know how to do this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to be in it and learn from it. And um, maybe I'll figure it out on this date and it'll work out or and every time I think like I learned something, I'm like, okay, maybe that was it. Mm-hmm. Now the next girl, boom, like yeah. gonna happen and hit it off. And then that teaches me, like that next girl teaches me something completely different mm-hmm. and something else. And it's a process and a journey. And I think when we put dating apps aside, when we put dating aside, even like, what are you left with? You're left with a, relationship with some trying to create a relationship with somebody that's like a true friendship a true partnership in um not just like what you're doing with life and um how you treat each other but something that goes like really deep in terms of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and just like that person getting to know you Mm -hmm. and it's so hard to like really see what that looks like through dating and you don't until you actually like take the risk and yeah make the plunge so second question well not necessarily second question I've asked a lot of questions but second perspective I guess is a lot of girls feel like when they go on dates with guys that it went so well we hung out all day we made out like it was so good and then he never calls you back so what's the deal with that do you feel like you do that um sure yeah uh i'll admit it it's (laughs) it's it goes back to like anybody can be anybody for three four hours five Mm. hours you know like i could take a girl out and um absolutely put on the best date and you know i told that story about like how awkward it was like holding a girl's hand Mm -hmm. you know now I figured out how to like swoop in perfectly <laughs> and like grab her hand and it knocks her off her feet, you know? Yeah. And it's like, now I can, I know what to do. Uh-huh. That doesn't change like kind of the relational aspect that's, that's there or not there. But why would you even want to hold the girl's hand if it wasn't there? Cause now you're making her think like, Oh my God, he held my hand. It's going so well. I think Meanwhile, it's like, like you're thinking, mm, when is this over? Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that like in those circumstances where a guy, cause I mean, we have talked about how guys are like hot or not. Mm-hmm. That's also a, like a generalization. Right. And I don't want to say that like a lot of times when that's happened or, um, I've done that to girls, it's in that moment. Yeah. I was like, let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, figuring it out maybe like something will click or like um and kind of it's been this like mid point and maybe I've totally like hit it off and had a blast and then you sit there and you think about afterwards like what she's doing with her life and like what 
um, her personality was or like um, conversations, how she handles things after the date and things like that, that it's just like, I don't know if this will work. Mm. Um, But it is tough. Like, and I totally get it, but it's easy to make a great date. Mm. It's super easy to make a great date. And I think, I think the same goes for girls. Like I've been on really great dates and then they stop talking to me mm. and um I sit there and wonder and I go back and I'm like okay on that date you know <laughs> where did it go wrong <laughs> where did it go wrong what happened um what did I do that I shouldn't have done um and when I think about for myself in those instances um like the first girl that like kind of ended things with me and like I won't say she broke my heart but like yeah like crushed me mm. um I went back and like you know, she kind of like ghosted me a little bit and I like kept trying to talk to her and was like, Hey, like what happened? (laughs) And finally, like (laughs) she just kind of like tried to like take me back from like this dating relationship into like a friendship Mm. without actually saying anything. And so we got breakfast one time and then I was like, Hey, what's the deal? Like, where's this going? I just, and that was like one of the hardest things I've ever done. And she was just like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, we didn't really have like chemistry. Mm. I was like, what? Like, we have so much fun together when we hang out, like what like happened. And you know, I I look back at those instances and I'm like, Oh, when we, when I was relaxed and comfortable just being around her, like in context of like friendships and like hang out in groups, like Mm -hmm. I was a completely different person. And then we go on a date Mm -hmm. and it's just like this, I was like super nervous and Mm -hmm. awkward and like, I could see that. And I'm like, I thought the date went well in my head, mm. but in reality it, it, it didn't, did and it. like it wasn't, but now I'm like, if I did that now, like I could have so much confidence right. in just being comfortable with who I am. Yeah. And so I think it's really easy to make a great date, but I think for me, and I can't speak for all guys, for me, I'm looking for kind of a, just a fun, um, deeper, connection of like is this person really like being true to themselves being really like who they are Mm -hmm. and um but also like being willing to like take the risk of like being vulnerable and Mm -hmm. um I'm not like sitting there you know with a pad and paper going like okay yeah she did this she did that you know like but it's just like it is one of those things that I feel like you just feel and um but all that to say too like other times I've done that, had really great dates. Um, at probably a lot of girls worst nightmare is <laughs> I ended up matching with somebody else and having mm. way more fun with somebody See, else, there it is, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I then, can't tell you how many times I sit with my friends and it's like, okay, so this is the last thing he said, which seems like he's relating to me. Right. Right. But then he doesn't respond. So then I text him the next day and then he didn't respond. Do you think he lost his phone? And we sit there for like right. probably an hour going like, maybe his phone totally. fell on the toilet and maybe and, he's and at Verizon I'm, trying to get a new one. Now he doesn't have your number. You should Facebook message him. <laughs> like, it's like, he needs to be able to get back to a hold of you. Cause he's you not, should like yeah. knock on his door. You no. should go find him because he's obviously looking for you and can't find you. So it's actually like really sad how we like, right. And oh, then no, I, I do the same thing. Yeah, like, it's crazy. And it really depends on what side of that fence you're on. If this person has, is like you're, and it goes back to that, like that whole thing about like romantic gestures. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if she's really into me and I show up at her doorstep and play a guitar and like have rose petals everywhere, <laughs> like 
and she really has a crush on me. That's super romantic. Right. She doesn't have a crush on me. Super creepy. It's super creepy, right. you know? And it really like, in terms of like overanalyzing everything like that and just like thinking about all those things, it's like, yeah, somebody it's, it happens when somebody's into it and thinks things are going well. Um, and putting that fake like facade up that goes, um, yeah, we're having fun. We're great. You're great. I'm great. But really deep down, <laughs> this isn't going, anywhere. this isn't going anywhere. You know what <laughs> really irks me? I don't know why, but it always really bothers me when guys would ask me to go to coffee like, especially from, from Rock Harbor, right? Yep. So it was like, hey, you want to hang out? Let's grab coffee. Yep. And I always thought that was such a pussy thing to do. Because it's like, don't like test me out first, right? Like, I know yeah. what the coffee thing means. I think we've talked about that before. Probably, because I'm very passionate about it. Like, if a guy asked me a coffee, I'd literally be like, no. Because to me, it's like, you're testing me to see if I qualify for the coffee date before you go and like spend money on me on like an actual date. Yeah. And I'm not into that, because I don't want to be tested first. Like, you either want to take me out or you mm-hmm. don't. But like, don't take me to coffee. Like, like, mm-hmm. I don't know why it's so offensive to me. Do you take girls to coffee? Because if you do, that's probably the biggest no, problem. Okay. I used to, <laughs> and I such a church guy. From thing my to do. from my perspective, I want to say that like, I think that's a maturity thing, mm. um, and also like a confidence thing of to, like to no, not do that or to do that to not do that. Okay, yeah. It takes maturity. It takes um, yes. confidence to just be be direct and go. You know what? I I'm gonna like pick you, you up. In my car, and, yeah. open the door for you, take you to yeah. dinner, spend like 50 plus dollars because I yeah. want to get to know you. So like all through college and like even a little bit after college, I did not have the confidence. I did not have the maturity. And like, it goes back to like, yeah, there was girls that I liked and I would go like, hey, do you want to like go hang out? Mm-hmm. And then like we'd hang out and I'd be like, does she know that I like her or not? Right. I'm like, but I can't tell her that. That's the thing, you know, is if you take them to coffee, it's like, yeah. well, technically it's just, not it a date. Keeps the waters just like so murky. Hate, yeah, it's not intentional. And then one time I tried to like, I was like, okay, we're like out at this like art gallery. We're getting lunch afterwards. And so at lunch and I'm like, oh, I'm going to like pay for her. And I try to pay for her and she just like backs away from the <laughs> register with like these wide eyes. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. I no, am, okay. I'm, I'll pay for myself. Ooh, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yep, there it is. <laughs> I was just, like, just I leave. Just, and, I, I, and all I had to do to like not have any of that frustration or any of that murky water or anything like that was just when I talked to her the first time, she'd just been like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? Yeah, and go check call out, it what it you is. Know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but I think there is that fear too of like, there's also... It, it all like depends. Like some girls like it really direct and like, yeah, like date me, like mm-hmm. take me out on a date. Tell me like how it is, like woo me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other girls are like, I've asked girl, other girls on a date and just been like, and they just make it more of a big deal than it really is. Mm. Like girls who I know are single, who I know are looking for people. And, I'll ask them on a date and they're just like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm not, I'm not really in a married. place to be <laughs> dating right now. And I'm like, I'm not like, we're not getting like, yeah, we're not getting right. married. Like, I'm not planning on proposing at like, the end. We're just hanging out. Yeah. Like, and so it's like, should I have just asked this girl out for coffee? Like, and gotten to know her mm-hmm. and like built a relationship that way first. Yeah. And now I just completely like shattered it and ruined it. Yeah. I don't know. It's so funny. Cause like, I think so. 
it's not that I feel like guys should go spend a bunch of money and make this like intentional date. I think the thing with coffee is like I said, like you're trying to kind of set me up to fail because if I take it as a date and you ask me to coffee and I'm like, oh, we're going on a date and then we go and then you don't talk to me the next day and I say like, hey, Mm. what happened? It's like, oh, we just went to coffee and now I look like the psycho and I hate that because it's like, (laughs) no, don't make me look crazy. Yeah, because then it like that's literally happened to me literally at Rock Harbor because they'll take you on a bunch. And like if you're asking me to go to coffee by myself, like alone, to me, that's a date. Like, why else would you want to get to know me like that if you weren't interested in me? So then when I, like, follow up with it, then I look psycho, and then it's awkward, and then now there's a rumor, like, oh, Vanessa's, like, kind of clingy. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, like, a little crazy, but I'm not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but the ba- I mean, some of the yeah. church guys are kind of the worst ones to date because oh. they all ended up having, like, ten girlfriends on the side. It was like, oh. Because they're so indecisive. Right. And it's just, it goes back to that, like, oh, I wonder what else is out there, and I don't want to make a commitment to any specific yeah. person because it goes back um, even at church so there's so many cute girls here like, i mean like I, I say that about guys like i'm i have so much uncertainty like too yeah and there's so many times where i'm like man if i just like because really what is dating for like get to know somebody and it's like really just like how you interact with them relationally and like really like it should come down to like that deep level of like can we just have fun together? Mm. Um, and one of, one of my, my boss actually, like he talks about dating as this extreme, like um, he goes off on this, like why even do it? Like, because when you're married and this is, I'm just saying this, I don't, I don't know if I fully think this is the way to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's like when you're married, like you're like two, three, four years from now, you guys are going to be completely different people from like when, you guys were dating anyways yeah. like all that stuff like changes right. like appearances mm-hmm. um emotional health like all of that stuff like mm-hmm. changes um and so like this person that you're getting to know like you're getting to know them in this like certain point in time mm-hmm. and you're basing everything off of that mm-hmm. one moment in time and not giving them any like benefit of the doubt and like i think i was reading like uh, the meaning of marriage by oh yeah Tim yeah. Keller, mm-hmm. Timothy Keller, and in that book, it like I finished that and I was like, Damn. So wait, <laughs> really? Like marriage can work with like anybody, anyone? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Just pick somebody, and it's just how you work out like your differences and the uh-huh. issues and things like that. And um, again, that's like another extreme. And um, I think all that to say, it's like that's where I think really what it comes down to is like a person's capacity, um, for emotional well-being, um, ability to communicate and talk about problems and issues, um, and, um, their ability to, um, just see different perspectives from other people, um, from the side of their significant other and things like that. And yeah. just be able to figure it out. Cause some people just can't do that. Some right. people like, I mean, I've dated some girls who absolutely crazy and it's like, okay, you need therapy. <laughs> We're all a little crazy. And it's just like, but like, you know, do you walk with that person through that and then like hope that they're different, you know, on the other side? Well, or- that's the thing. Like, okay, this is going to probably be offensive to some people, but I really don't care when people get married after like dating for like four months or five months and they're like, but I love him. I want to shake those people because I'm Mm -hmm. like, 
if you think love equals marriage, you don't understand mm-hmm. marriage because like you can love someone and have a horrific marriage. Like that's maybe they not, don't just, they don't understand love. Well, they don't like, because there's no way you're telling me that someone who's maybe 25 years old, that you know, someone 25 years of life that you know, that person well enough to be able to vow in front of God that you will be with them for the rest of your life. That's bullshit. Like there's no way. And mm-hmm. like, if you can't even be with someone for a full year and see them throughout all their seasons, mm-hmm. you can't marry them in pro you, how can you sit there and say I promise to love you in like sickness and in health and like the hard parts and the good parts when you haven't had hard parts you're in the honeymoon stage like you can marry anyone after like you said Mm -hmm. you can put on a good date you can put on a good year like you can Mm. put on a good month three months four months like Eric and I some of our like actual fights didn't happen until two three years into it like I didn't start flipping tables when (laughs) (laughs) I didn't start getting psycho until three years later but then when he vowed on our wedding day that I'll love you even in that it means more because it's like yeah you actually have seen me in my like psycho stage or my depressed it all comes down to like how you know the person yeah and not just talking about like and that's uh, that was one of the things too of like in what I've like learned about God recently it's like so many people think like oh I just got to know all these things about God in order to have a relationship with Mm -hmm. him um and that's like not the case at all like you don't you don't just like go on somebody's Facebook and like, like look at all their things right. or like hear their life story and go, okay, I know you. Right. So now I can make this decision of like, well, you know them in the, being in a the relation- now I'm in a relationship created. with you. Yeah. Um, but there's so much like in order to know somebody, you have to experience them. You, you experience have to like life with them. Yeah. understand like how they handle things and walk through things. And same thing with God. Like I can't just read the Bible and be like, all right, I have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. No, like you've, gotta like experience and it's something that's ongoing that never stops right too yeah um and so it's really like like kind of what you said about like you can put on a good year Mm -hmm. yeah i think what you have to look for and what i have to look for too for myself is like am i am i being fake Mm -hmm. am i like presenting myself as like a certain way when i'm like really just gonna break down a year from Mm -hmm. now and be like i can't do this anymore um, and right. you have to look at for that and that person too yeah. of like, are they just trying to impress me? Like, mm-hmm. and they don't even, this isn't really like, and not even like consciously, like it's not even like intentionally right. trying to impress you. It's like, even when right. I hang out with friends, I'm like really extroverted, like talkative, like making everyone laugh like a lot. But when I get home, sometimes I'm like dead quiet and I don't mm-hmm. want to like, sometimes I'm a totally different person when it's just like me and Eric at home, yeah. you know? And so for Eric to, if we were just like, when we were just dating and he only saw me when I was out, he would have no idea that I had like a whole nother side where like, hey, when I'm home, I kind of just want to watch the Kardashians yeah. for like two hours. I mean, I guess that's pretty known, but like, I really get like, I mean, Eric can testify, like sometimes I'm just in a mood and it's like, don't yeah. talk to me. I don't want to like look at anyone or do anything. And it's like, you don't really know that stuff until you're married if you're not like living together. Mm-hmm. But even like in the dating, like, you, I mean, I don't know. I, I get passionate about because I'm really passionate about marriage and I really feel like the divorce rate is so high because people say things like that and it pisses me off because it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to be a divorce rate. Thank you for making marriage look bad now because this is why the divorce rate's so high because people just get married because they're like, oh, but I love him. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but now you're like, I don't know, marriage is a gift and it's a gift from God and you're ruining that because yeah. you're, whatever, I'm going to go on a tangent and offend <laughs> well, a bunch taking, of people. They're but. taking something that's so relational and so like intimate and that goes so much deeper mm-hmm. and just being like oh it's just like a it's like a it's like a thing it's like a thing it's just an institutionalized you know right and a worst case scenario when it gets hard i'll just divorce thing. him it's fine like 
that's literally i literally worked with this girl at a hair salon she wasn't a christian so i guess it's it's fine which i still don't understand why people get married if they're not christian because it's like marriage is literally like a god i don't know but whatever <laughs> um and so she was like yeah like we're marriable and she's and i was like oh well that's like really fast to get married she's like yeah i mean like if it goes wrong like there's always divorce so it's like and i looked at her and i was like how can you enter into a marriage with like, like divorce thinking, being an like option? having that be the thing yeah so that's really but hard it, for i mean me. and that just goes like the more you know somebody like the harder it is to break it off right and so it's like people who never really take the time to like walk through tough things or like work out their issues together Mm -hmm. or um get into arguments and work it out and um there's just like and that's what's tough too about dating is that um there's like no there's no incentive to like fix it like I can just walk away mm-hmm. like I'm not deeply invested right um, and so I think that's where people who get married like super f- quick they're not like that super invested and they can right. just like you know right um, and that's that's what like I don't know I go back to to think about like you know a couple of my friends who dated when they were in like middle school and they got married when they were like 24 and now they're married like they've just been been only with each other mm-hmm. um and then i know people who like were matched on coffee meets bagel dated for a month and then decided to get married and yeah. now they're like li- like living a and sometimes marriage, it totally know? works like yeah. i don't want to say that you know people who do that they're gonna get divorced because that's probably but i, think it I really got a little harsh does. on that but <laughs> <laughs> but i think it really does come down ultimately to the person's capacity for mm-hmm emotional well-being and just being able to like know stay true to themselves and not be Mm -hmm. fake or start to like bring those things to light and not keep hiding it yeah and like I think even with tinder and all those apps where it's like the next best thing like if we're already going into dating with that mentality of the next best thing like do you not think that's going to happen in marriage when you get married like in the back of your head what's the next best thing so it's like when you're already training your brain that you can have something better biggest fears yeah because marriage is hard like thinking i found somebody and then like because i know it's not gonna be like rainbows and butterflies like Mm -hmm. forever you know once i finally like find somebody you know there's still gonna be like all these other people there will be the next best thing and yeah exactly and so it's just like i feel like right now i'm trying to prepare myself to be like more invested Mm -hmm. in my relationships and more invested in um, being vulnerable and open and offering more than just a fake me. Yeah. Um, so that way it's, it makes it that much harder to just walk away. Right. Yeah. Well, I feel like we could go on for five more hours and I'm totally down to do that, but I feel like people (laughs) will start tuning out. Um, so thanks so much for being on and being so vulnerable. It was fun. I love this topic. Clearly. (laughs) Get all bumped. And thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at no but really podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to make sure you capture the next episode.